0: All right. Once upon a time, there was a couple who lived in one of the many mountains of San Mateo, Rizal. The man and the woman were very poor and led a very hard life. But one day, amidst all their poverty and hardships, came a bundle of joy and happiness. The man and the woman were given the gift of the birth of a big, beautiful, and healthy baby boy. They named their newborn son Bernardo Carpio, and he became his parents' most precious treasure. Like any other kid... Bernardo loved to play, but something was noticeably very different about Bernardo. Unlike the other kids, Bernardo had the power of extraordinary strength. (laughs) It was said that when Bernardo was still a baby crawling on all fours, all the floorboard nails that he hooked with his tiny fingernails were pulled up from their very places. When Bernardo was still learning how to walk, any railing that he used for support were destroyed and splintered into pieces. And any time Bernardo's parents gave him a new toy to play with, the toy would break and become crushed in the palms of his small hands. As Bernardo grew up to be a handsome young man, his power doubled and increased even more. Jesus. He soon became renowned, not only for his power of extraordinary strength, but also for his dashing good looks. Furthermore, Bernardo possessed great courage and bravery that were second to none. Everybody knew that Bernardo could easily beat any man, so no one would dare face Bernardo Carpio in a match of strength and bravery. Not like other typical guys, Bernardo was not interested in merriment, social gatherings, and other festivities. The loveliness of all the beautiful young women in his town did not appeal to him. What really captivated Bernardo was the forest. Bernardo found his real happiness in the forest, the part where the trees were the thickest and the densest was where he often stayed. That's where he spent most of his time and sought the company of his close friends and the animals of the forest. In the forest that Bernardo frequented lived an enchanted creature. This enchanted creature was a very big and strong male. However, this creature also had the ugly manner of envying and causing harm to others. The enchanted creature had seen Bernardo many times during the innumerable visits that he had made to the forest. It didn't take long before the begrudging and hateful Enchanted Creature got wind of Bernardo's fame for extraordinary strength. The Enchanted Creature was sure that the young man would be no match against his own power and strength. One day, the Enchanted Creature waited for Bernardo to come into the forest. As soon as he saw Bernardo, he immediately challenged him to a duel. Bernardo was not one to back down from any fight, so he accepted the challenge right away. So the two fought. It was followed by many different battles in which both of them made use of their power and great strength, and every single one of them, the enchanted creature, lost. They separated after a long and arduous battle. The creature left, but not without hatred in his art, in, in his art for the one that defeated him. He waited for the right time and the right opportunity to exact revenge for the shame and the loss that he had suffered in his hands. When the enchanted creature was able to chance upon bernardo once again he invited him to a hidden area of the forest in that area were two emor- enormous slabs of stone that were positioned on either side of the place in the middle of two, those two stone slabs was where the enchanted creature dwelled the creature told bernardo to go ahead and enter the place and as soon as bernardo entered the spot in the center between the two stones the creature vanished and suddenly the slab started to fall towards bernardo Using his extraordinary strength, Bernardo fought against the stones' massive weight and size to prevent them from crushing him. And now, according to the elders, Bernardo Carpio is still in the same place, holding those two stones. Every time an earthquake occurs, it is said that it is because of Bernardo Carpio moving and wishing to break free. And that is the story of Bernardo Carpio, which is a Filipino mythology. And one thing that's very interesting about this story that I may point out is that the name is a Spanish name. I'm going to get into more about this version of the story that I just told because it's a little different than stories that I've read later, but this is an interesting one because our topic today, kind of fits within the story we told.
1: Yo, 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 what up? It's the Art Pros, your favorite podcast by this name. There's another one. Um... That was a beautiful story. It's, his feats were Herculean. Yeah. Bernardo Um, Carpio. Bernardo. Bernardo Carpio, everybody. So today we're going to be talking about something that Renz and I have been doing nearly 50 years of research on, combined between the two of us. It's a very serious topic. They say talk about what you know. We figured today we'd talk about male privilege.
0: Um... And before I continue, you are listening to the Art Pros Podcast. You can find us on www.artprospodcast.com. I'm Renz, and this is Gage, and we are here to engage you all to, um, you know...
1: Why are you being so soft,
0: man? Things. What the fuck? I'm
1: trying to be sultry. Listen. I'm trying to pretend. Look, we're men, (laughs) all right? So... What we're supposed to be are these massive hulking beasts of men like Bernardo Carpio. We're supposed to be aggressive, able to take charge in any situation. Uh leaders, right? That's what that's what we've been told. So, you know, when we when we're doing today's podcast, we're gonna try and hit you with that oomph with a with a right hook and a left hook. Yeah. High energy, high testosterone. I'm I'm sweating. Because it's so hot in here with all this uh, male energy that we've got between oh, yeah. the two of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. S- standing at a minimum of 11 feet combined between the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're the manliness example. We're the manliest example of a podcast about art you can think of. The Art Bros, you might say. Two Filipinos in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, it's it's... That story is pretty interesting. He's, like, the strongest guy, and, like, that's all he's got going for him. That's really weird. Well, here's a little bit
0: more backstory about uh, Mr. Bernardo Carpio. The name is in Spanish because that is the last name that anybody can remember from that mythology, and it just so happens to be Spanish. Now, I read online that that name Existed and that character existed before the Spanish, but it was lost. So, what happened was the current mythology says instead of a mythical creature, it was actually like a Spanish priest that somebody had called because they were afraid of Bernardo to like trick him and give him this magical talisman that made sure that he was stuck between these two mountains. And that, along with our topic today, of male privilege, masculinity, strength, power um, is the opposite because that actually symbolizes the oppression that the nation felt when he was chained by this magical talisman from a Spanish priest in between two stones. All he could do, the, the, the power that he had left was to to shrug and and try to escape and it caught that and they say that every time an earthquake happens it's because he's trying to escape.
1: That's deep. Tough dude. Tough. 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 Why do you think all these uh stories of these strong men that you hear are uh men what um
0: because man like... Dude, men, men are men are strong. Men are very strong. <laughs> men can, you know, with enough adrenaline and testosterone, uh, a, a very strong man can hit up to seventy home runs in one MLB season. <laughs> a very strong man can lift, um, a jeep from the front
1: fender. You know, oh, yeah, with pure leg strength. It, so. Is that what it means to be a man? Is to be very physically strong? I think what
0: it means to be a man is to um impress people with your physical prowess. Oh and, yeah. And your um uh, your your stubbornness to back down from anything. Yeah. You want to quit? Yeah, no, you like can't give up.
1: No. No, you can't Just even pass. rest. Actually, you know what it means to be a man is it means to never ask for directions. <laughs> You need to know everything as soon as you wake up. In fact, when I wake up every morning, I don't even put my clothes on because that's not a manly thing to do. My clothes just somehow end up on me. (laughs) Um... It's great. It's great. And I look to my left and I look to my right at the many beautiful women and my cars and my, my valuables, all these things that I've worked my whole life for and I have by virtue of being a man. And I just think... This is my right. This is how it should be. This is what, what being a man means. If you want to know the cliff
0: notes of masculinity, being a man, look up uh, the most manly man in America, Dan Bilzerian. In the world, maybe. <laughs> Who's that again? I know Dan Bilzerian.
1: I know the name. I can't remember. Oh, he's uh,
0: he's very manly. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. So Dan Bilzerian is the son of this person who. Somehow got extremely rich, and now Dan is rich. People say that the his father got rich because he was a criminal and like ch- lied and cheated his way to a ton of money. Okay. Dan uh, now has inherited that money, and he just, if you look on his Instagram, he lives his life like a man. He, he Oh, with fast cars, hot yeah. girls, Yacht cocaine. Parties. yeah parties. Yeah, dude. Champagne. Jet skis. Oh, dude! I think he got in trouble for throwing a porn star off of a roof because he was trying to throw her into a pool. But Fuck.
1: yeah, see, man never backs down. He doesn't no. know if he could throw that porn star, but he's going to anyways because he said he could.
0: I saw this funny video. Um, all right, this is a sensitive topic. Why? But during the um, wait, hold on,
1: hold on. What we're talking about men here.
0: All right, it's not sensitive. Um, we can't.
1: We basically can't feel.
0: Oh. I mean, all right, if you're not a man listening to this, this might be sensitive. To me, I don't feel anything. I'm, you know, I'm holding it all in. One day I'm going to get a hernia, and that's going to be the manliest thing I'll ever have to deal with, (laughs) and kidney stones. But So my point being, be careful, because this might be sensitive to you. During the shooting in Las Vegas, Dan Bilzerian, for some dumbass reason, him and his camera person, like, he, he tried to, like, rush in and film everything and pretend that he was going to save the day. Oh. And he, like, ran and hid behind these these barriers in the street. And he walked up to this police officer and he was like, yo, I need a gun. Give me a gun. I'm going to go in there. I'm trained. <laughs> and the police was like, dude, get, go away. I don't and then he just cut it off. He was trying to be like brave, manly guy. Well, let me ask you this. you know what's wrong with that cop? Why didn't you give Dan the gun? Yeah, you how know? many
1: lives could have been saved if you just gave Dan Bilzarian a gun? He doesn't even need knee pads. He would have gone in there. boom, that's a real man. Dude, I, see, here's the thing. Dan shouldn't
0: have even asked for
1: one. No, he should have just taken it. Yeah, like a man.
0: Yeah, yeah. came there flexing with the real guns. Yeah, You know, back in the day, my grandpa used to tell me, like, if you want to settle something, you do it with your, with, with your, your fists. fists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it means to be a man is mm-hmm. to get into physical altercations because there's no other way to solve issues. Yeah. Yeah. There's no other way.
0: Yeah. Forget reason.
1: Yeah. Now, why would you do that?
0: No. You got to lead with your, with your, uh, I don't know, with your
1: man energy. Let your me ba- ask you your this, man. how many times when you're at work... Someone comes up to you, they're like, Hey, I need you to uh, you know, sign off on this docket, and you're like, I don't really agree with what you guys are doing, and it has to end up with a bar fight somehow. Like just a big cloud of dust and just legs and arms punching and kicking, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Chairs breaking over people's Hens? back of the head. I mean, that's like if, yeah. if life is a Quentin Tarantino film, which I'm eighty percent sure it is, that's how it should be at yeah. all times when men are involved. Sometimes you just gotta kick someone through a
0: saloon door you know obviously mentally and physically you know sometimes you got to honk and hold the honk the the horn on your car for an extended period of time maybe five seconds straight like bah! well I'll t-
1: to assert i'll tell you what all my male training has taught me is that you shouldn't honk for more than three seconds because if you have to honk for more than three seconds you should just pull out the belt Or just, yeah, put your car in park and get out of the car car and
0: and put your arms like this to the side, like, like, hey, what are you doing? You know, like, like the T-pose kind of thing.
1: There's only three words that a man needs to know, according to my male privilege, and it's, you want to (laughs) go? You want to (laughs) go? And for those of you who are, maybe, maybe you studied English, right? You can add another phrase in that. Do you want to take this outside? But you want to go is all you need to know to be a functioning, strong man in this patriarchal society, right? Because there's no problem in the world that, you know, if it was okay with polite society, Trump couldn't solve with his fists.
0: Hmm. Imagine if uh, we chose, (laughs) look, in in an ideal society, we would choose our leaders via boxing tournaments. Yeah, I mean, you know. Obviously. I mean, that's how the Philippines does it. Manny Pacquiao, You're baby. Look at that guy. <laughs> yeah?
1: See? Puts up 42 points in his own basketball league.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this guy. <laughs> this guy's 40. Just beat a 30-year-old guy. <laughs> um, is a congressman. He started his own basketball league that's actually doing better than the original basketball league called PBA. In the Philippines. In the Philippines. And he plays in his own league, and he just randomly
1: scored 42 points. Let me tell you guys what's what sucks about being a man. Absolutely fucking nothing. I Every day I wake up and I'm just like, damn, being a man has gotten me so much in life. What else can I take? What else can be mine? Yeah. Because every boy understands this. And, and ladies, when you hear this, don't get hot. But every boy understands that when you look out to the horizon and you you look left and right and you see the trees and the streets and the children playing and the cars, as a man you need to understand that that is yours. You are entitled to that. That That's your birthright. Because this is a male-run society. Men should have it all. And not only that, but if you don't think like that, you're not really even a man. All
0: right. I have a proposition. Let me know about this idea. Because I think that men should have their own IQ separate from everybody else. This is the reason. Because men, they don't need a lot of IQ to be smart. No. You know, I think I think if you if if we base male intelligence in the traditional IQ, it's gonna be lower than average. That's why I think we should have our own, because it doesn't really reflect our intelligence accurately. No as a man, having an IQ of eighty doesn't mean you're dumb. <laughs> so why shouldn't it you know, why should it be the same scale as everybody else? We're different.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know,
0: we don't need brains.
1: I agree. Sometimes action leads to results. And for men, it's all about action. And let me let me let me proposition you this. I want to make an amendment onto that. I agree. We should have separate IQs for men. And I think just to be in line with what it means to be a man, it should be based on the weight of your balls. How heavy your balls are. Because, you know, obviously, bigger balls, bigger brains. Bigger balls, less...
0: I think it's bigger. The, the equation is uh, size of balls minus um reliance on brain power yeah yeah so yeah. The, the larger they are the less brain power you actually need to use because it while it's not scientifically proven yet you know i
1: guarantee you if we continue this research <laughs> it'll make so much sense and if you're a man who happens to not have any balls that's okay because men can tell when other men have huge balls emotionally you might have huge, uh, you know, things analogous to balls. You might have, you know, the type of pride it takes to be a man in this society.
0: Yeah, and to be masculine. I guess the symbol for that are balls, right? Look at sports. <laughs> they always <laughs> use balls.
1: Yeah, why is everything around?
0: Yeah, Yeah. so football, baseball, basketball. Ball. ball. Those are the manliest three, the the three triple crown of great sports, the greatest sports. Yeah. Tennis, it's not very manly.
1: No. Nah. those yeah. balls are really small. Yeah. Bowling, sure. huge.
0: Huge ball. Bowling ball. Yeah. Well, they don't call it, they call it bowling. They don't call it bowling ball. Why not? That's what I'm wondering. You know what it is? So, yeah. What is it?
1: Too many women. <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
1: Uh. <laughs> I'm just Why well, can't
0: more men say stuff like that? It's the manliest thing you could say, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, okay. So being a man is all about, you know, not caring what other people think. Because why would you? Empathy, that's for fucking chumps. Real men, they drink too much. They hit their kids. They hit anyone who's not listening to them. You I'm solve so... <laughs> things with your fists.
0: I feel so masculine right now. I don't even feel offended by what
1: you just said. No, you shouldn't. It's not. Yeah. 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 It's called male privilege. Male privilege is awesome. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: Men sign up to go fight on, on foreign soil. They sign up at huge numbers. <laughs> Just to go fight, to prove to themselves, to their parents, to their future sons, daughters, and others, how manly they are. Who doesn't love power? Yeah, who doesn't love battle? Battle's so important. Putting your life at risk is the manliest thing you can do. And, you know, all mainstream media tells you that. Sacrifice, that is a masculine thing. See, real men... (laughs)
0: You know, we already got, we already went through the factor of, uh, our new measurement
1: of intelligence,
0: yeah. balls minus, in, balls, What what is that? I'm not that good at math.
1: What it's balls it? plus IQ minus emotional intelligence equals male IQ.
0: Okay. Emotional intelligence. is a, So, um, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say about being a man? I don't know, uh, but it was probably
1: going to be right. Um... And if it's not right, you were going to tell me that you thought it was right anyways, because, you know, that's just the man thing to do. All right. All right. All right. Wait, are there any downsides of being a man? Wait, are you joking? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't write this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, what? Dude, can you can you perceive of any downsides? To being so masculine, as we've described earlier in this podcast. Yeah, too many
0: females giving you attention. Too many females. <laughs> too many. Females. Too many females. How do you? How do you feel about that? All right, on a real note, let me let me pull back guys, the curtain. Guys, who say females? What do you? What do you
1: oh, feel about dude, that? I feel like I've talked to you about this. <laughs> when it's when it's guy talk time, any dude who uses females to refer to women is always sus every time no matter what sus as fuck it's so weird it's so weird
0: damn i feel really manly about that 22 minutes of solid man banter
1: <laughs> <laughs> i really want to go in and like give examples but um these are real people that we both know who refer to them as females and i don't really want to <laughs> let them know i'm onto their fucking misogynistic ways <laughs> problems? Problems being a man? Why don't you ask all these females? Yeah.
0: <laughs> giving me problems, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, isn't there that uh, famous, famous line from, a, from rap media that's uh, mo money, mo bitches, mo money, mo problems?
0: I mean, so, you know, to, to be masculine, to have male privilege, you gotta have a good, you gotta have a handle on othering. Yeah, you gotta let it roll off the tongue like it doesn't bother you. you Dude, know what I'm saying? Do, I mean it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these
1: females. <laughs> yeah, where do they, where do these females Why get are they off? Being man, being so sensitive. How come they never date me again? To be a man, you need
0: to be more sensitive than everybody else, but you have to be so manly you don't show it. Yeah, and that takes a lot of balls.
1: Yeah, <laughs> huge figurative balls. Yeah. Yeah, because i know some of you men listening here maybe weren't born men maybe uh maybe we became men later in life but i know you got huge figurative balls welcome to the club i hope you're enjoying male privilege it's fucking awesome i mean you're allowed anywhere
0: you know one thing i think that should be added into society is a test for your bravado for your manliness that's overt you know it doesn't need to be something that uh is beating around the bush so much it doesn't need to be you you know you remember in middle school when you know your friends are like oh man uh why don't why don't you uh why don't you walk on these hot coals dude i bet you can't touch that grill <laughs> and then you're like "Nah, dude i'm not touch it and they go oh dude
1: what are you a wuss what are you a pussy <laughs> yeah shit test
0: so there should be a more overt test a testosterone test oh a tosterone a test, a test t- to test your testosterone a to- the testosterone test yeah 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 you know something some kind of like an nfl combine type of thing
1: well didn't all the greatest civilizations used to do that um maybe I don't know. Where they just like take all their boys and put them in the woods and say whoever comes back is allowed to continue <laughs> to exist in society. Yeah, that sounds accurate. I, I don't know. I saw that movie 300, which is a very masculine movie. And that's what they did. Right? You had to go kill a wolf. And if you didn't kill a wolf in like seven days, they just ate you or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Some cultures do that. Like Except like you had to kill a lion. Yeah. It's something bigger and stronger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know, dude. Like Come a ten back. year old fighting a wolf is a pretty big deal. Come
0: back with two wolves. Well, and I feel they're like, ah, like, oh, man, why'd you kill two?
1: <laughs> I feel like in the U.S., like uh, that test used to just be war. Like, oh god, yeah, just getting drafted, and then whoever came back, it was allowed to continue being part of part of society. Because, like, don't I? I'm pretty sure, like most countries involved with World War One and World War Two, like the men who didn't serve and men. The men who didn't serve were looked down upon, and men who who didn't come back were looked at as, like, heroes like they are now.
0: When I guarantee you, every single one of those men who are heroes only eats meat, and they don't drink water, because it doesn't taste like anything.
1: Yeah, no. can't drink water. is a bad... It's whiskey and beer. And steak. And steak. Mm? Yeah. mm And if you're thirsty, why don't you just grind up some steak in a whiskey and beer smoothie... Drink it like an adult.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Put some raw eggs into a glass.
1: Yeah. Guzzle it down. Yeah. You know what? You know what that movie Rocky was about? What? The better man, Creed. Mm. Cause he won the fight. I never saw Rocky, but I know that Rocky didn't win, so he's weak.
0: I saw that movie partly, yeah. and I stopped because I was like, man, that's not a man. Yeah, it's not a man. He <laughs> lo- he lost. <laughs> I
1: turned it off ten minutes before the movie ended
0: yeah I was like, what's up? they showed us in the beginning. What's up with that
1: lame dude being a man sucks <laughs> I mean all right all right I think that uh the expectation on men is it can be garbage sometimes, especially if you're poor like i would I would think that male privilege is exacerbated and uh. Is way more prevalent among wealthy people. Some
0: people say it helps to be white. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that too. It was somewhere on the TV. I don't have. I don't have
1: an article for it. But do you think it helps to be white in like South Africa? Because I don't think so. <laughs> Who knows? I've never been there. <laughs> do you think that it helps to be white in all white countries? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Well, it probably think... helps more than not being white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, honestly, I've never been to Europe. I don't know what it's like, so like, I don't even understand what white actually means to be honest
1: man, It's a lack of melanin
0: that's I mean the complexities of it. I uh, understand it on the simplistic level, but I'm trying to get I'm trying to get intri- intricate and intelligent about it.
1: Well, as a man who's been told that uh he has white privilege um because I look very white apparently uh, I can tell you this, man being a white man is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's great. Everywhere I go, people just listen to me and like I don't need to buy anything or or work hard cuz everything's just handed to me. It's fucking awesome.
0: I wonder how far white privilege can actually take
1: you across the world. Uh well, you know, or, or when even you go to privilege. When you go to an airport and you're trying to buy a ticket to go somewhere, women and people of color got to pay. But, mm-hmm. like, what they don't tell you is that there's an extra line. There's a secret line for white people, white oh, men. Yeah. 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 And then they don't charge you. So, like, being a white guy, that it can take you as far as you want to go for free. Well, here's the thing that a lot of people don't actually know, Gage. Like, all right. So,
0: next time you go to the airport, um, it's kind of like a secret menu thing for airports. You got to go to the security person. Once you get to the security check line, give them a power nod, right? It's got to be a man. Give him a stern look and they'll know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, they'll know. And they'll take you to the side, right? If you're a man, you go to the side and take you to this little room. And um, most people won't question it, even though that... The reality is the outcome will be you get to skip it if you pass this one test. Most people are going to think, oh, man, that guy's going to get checked, you know? Like yeah. Just... But they take you to the side, and what you have is a radar gun, and they give you a baseball. And you throw that pitch <laughs> between 70 and 90 miles per hour. You just get skipped to the front of line. They won't check anything because they're like, yep, all right. They won't even say something. So they'll just cross their hands and nod and tell you to go through with their head like 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 a swift, you know? snap of the neck like go go on
1: (laughs) well i thought the snap of the neck was because you threw the ball so so hard and so fast that there was a sonic boom and the pressure (laughs) from the from the from the air twisted their head so quickly and that's what lets them know let me just let this this guy through
0: yeah if you see them like pinching their nostrils together and doing that thing like Trying to pop the air out of their ears, you threw that shit fast as fuck. Yeah, well, fast enough. If you throw it at their nuts and hit them, it's even
1: manlier. (laughs) It's like, damn, this guy doesn't give a shit. You know, you're not white, so you probably don't know about this, but after that test, there's another test for us white people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we, okay, so what you have to do is once you throw that ball, you have to run to the other side of the room and hit it with a bat after you've thrown it and if you can if you can hit it with the bat they put you on this okay so the u.s government funnels trillions of dollars into the into the military right and everyone thinks it's Mm -hmm. like for war and shit yeah but they've actually just been working on white man only technology so if you can hit that ball right they give you a pass straight into the transporter and it transports you immediately to where you want to go before everyone else in your family like you know no kids are allowed on this transporter Mm -hmm. no no girlfriend no wife and it takes you to where you want to go early they put a body double on the plane so that your family's not you know like where'd you go and then you get there early and you can smoke cigars drink whiskey fuck hookers and you know in whatever foreign country you want to go to you don't even need to go to your destination you could just get sent anywhere in the world that you want and then it'll send you to the airport to you to disembark with your family like immediately but you wouldn't know about that no i have no idea about that yeah i'm sorry dude you got too much melanin cool yeah when i was at the uh the white guys conference last week we got together and we decided we're gonna wait 16 years before we tell you guys about that technology are you're not supposed to tell me that are you i mean i'm allowed to I'm yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah, I'm a man. I mean, I'll fight them.
0: I mean, if they say something, you can take it outside. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. want to go, bro? Yeah. Ask them if they want to go. <laughs> I think that a lot
1: of people conflate uh, male privilege with wealth privilege pretty frequently. Okay. Yeah.
0: I can see that.
1: Because a lot of times, examples are of like some guy... Does something really fucked up to a girl, and then he gets away with it, like Brock Turner, for example, but I don't think that they acknowledge the fact that it he really almost that got he's, away with it. He almost got away with it. I don't think they acknowledge the fact that he was also extremely wealthy and his and family can afford a, star a lawyer. athlete, yeah and an athlete
0: you know honestly i I am actually so amazed and relieved at how that went down because of those two like foreign students that found him doing his nasty shit that's crazy because if that didn't happen like
1: damn well wait 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 he was a star athlete but i feel like a star athlete who wasn't wealthy and couldn't afford a lawyer would still get slammed with it Hmm. some people think it's whiteness i think it's the ability to afford a lawyer.
0: Probably, but in that situation, he really just fucked himself.
1: Yeah, well, he deserved it. He really did. Yeah, he fucked someone else. He should get fucked.
0: Yeah, dude. He got, dude, one of those, one of those, I think they were, like, Norwegian. They, like, tackled him. They chased <laughs> him.
1: Sick. and <Yeah>, they <laughs> caught
0: him, and they're like, dude, what are you doing? And he ran off.
1: I don't know, dude. I think that a lot of people want to say, oh, there's this privilege and that privilege, but I think a lot of it's wealth privilege, man.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
1: But as a as a man, I'm super sensitive to how much money other people have because I'm jealous and I think that it's my job to be uh, wealthy and that if I'm not wealthy, then I've failed.
0: Mm. Well, that's another... Is that is that a cultural thing or a masculine thing? Is our culture... A masculine culture? For sure. Because of capitalism? Because it's competitive?
1: Yeah. I Well, like, it, it sucks because in this conversation, it's really hard to denote, like, what is masculinity and then what is uh, capitalism, you know? Yeah. Like, like because I, I would say that that's a masculine idea is that you failed as a person if you don't make money, but that's also, like, a capitalist idea. But the thing is that if you look at, like, non... Uh, capital-based systems i think that it's still like like quote-unquote masculine to want power over others hmm. or to feel entitled to it i guess is something that uh would make people feel more comfortable this conversation is that uh, men tend to feel entitled to having more power
0: what do you think it is that incites that feeling dude it might be
1: cultural it might be chemicals Into the brain.
0: Chemicals. Chemicals is definitely a big part of it. You look at most of the animal kingdom, unless you're talking about insects, for some reason in the insect world, there's a queen bee and the um, black widow spider eats the... You know, this is that type of the praying mantis. Yeah. In the animal kingdom, you know, you look at the lion, it's uh, when they turn into mammals... The dude lion is usually the one that's uh, somehow getting taken care of and pampered for some reason. Yeah, um, but
1: isn't it isn't it like I thought the lioness was the better hunter? They are. Oh,
0: okay. But for some reason, the male just like chills. I mean,
1: that's because they have the that beautiful mane.
0: That's what I'm. I I don't. So what? What can we learn something from nature? Should we apply? our culture and society and learn stuff from mammals and nature to kind of balance things i don't know dude yeah i guess (laughs) yes all right right, right. it's not masculine enough to get that in in depth with well okay like when you
1: talk about nature like how far out are we going because we're part of nature like that it's it's important i think i think people that people spend less time than they should when they talk about nature, like acknowledging that we're part of it. So like what part of nature are we talking about? We're talking about just one other animal species. Like, is that what we should look at and base ourselves off of? Cause I would say no.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Just like a, as, as part of the gestalt, part of the whole gestalt.
1: Isn't that like a character from Les Miserables?
0: What, what's his name? Uh, Is that his name?
1: No, nah, we're not supposed to know this stuff cause we're men and that's a Broadway play.
0: Oh, it's Broadway. That's yeah. why I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? If it was
1: wrestling, <laughs> which is totally not anything like Broadway. Yeah, if you would all. have said
0: Ric Flair, I would yeah. have been like, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Isn't that Rick? Is it Isn't that Ric Flair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Wrestling, though. Wrestling. Yeah. Forget all the smart stuff. I don't know shit about wrestling. I'm too manly to watch TV, I just absorb it.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, you're 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 too busy chopping down trees and drinking beer and at the same uh, time,
1: obviously, because that's safe. Yeah. You yeah. know, what, you know what's really manly is uh, smoking cigarettes while like working with wood and steel. Who gives a fuck about lung cancer? If you tell a real man that, oh, I'm worried I'm gonna get lung cancer, they're gonna look at you like you're crazy.
0: It's better if you don't use your hands and just leave it like wiggling around in the corner of your mouth oh yeah i did that for a long time yeah you can't be using your hands if you smoke cigs and want to be perceived as a manly yeah of course not i'm
1: excited to die at 55 yeah as per as what is standard for for real men
0: or you hold it with your index finger and your thumb instead of your in between your index finger and middle finger because if you hold it with your index finger and your thumb you can flick the ash off with your it with your middle finger and it just looks so much like more manly oh yeah so
1: much more badass which is the and goal you spit. so do you think that um there are any problems that come with being like a man and having male privilege
0: um yeah yeah there are some problems the problems being that there are expectations the problems being um I think to simplify it I think the expectations part is the double-edged sword if you will yeah for being a man in society cuz other men expect you to be manly and then the rest of society expects you to understand the you know whatever implications may be depending on the the group uh that is looking at male privilege in a certain way yeah and it's all fair because everybody should be subject to be as open as to be able to understand other people sometimes you know the reason that it's called male privilege is because male the male The cisgendered male has certain advantages because the culture and society was pretty much created by cisgendered males. And it doesn't really optimize well for other people. And the evidence for that assertion is what's going on now. A lot of people aren't happy because the world wasn't really set up in a way that was fair.
1: Do you think that uh, cisgendered males tend to start societies uh at like randomly like do you think that any any demographic could have potentially started the type of society we have
0: no i don't think so i think that it it's a it's a complex one and it's a deep one and for some reason um i like to think back about The resources available for whenever that culture was started whenever that culture started to grow i think that a lot of it has to do with the basic resources available around yeah and if we take this in a way where we look at it historically the rise of certain cultures and empires There's a lot that can be said about how societies and cultures dealt with, I don't know what they called it back then, but we call it masculinity now or whatever, you know, I don't know. That's not, that might not even be true, but cultures had to protect themselves from dangers around them. Yeah. If we simplify it to a smaller range, let's say you were in a tribe, who's going to protect you and your 12 other uh people in your tribe let's say you're uh you're you're an ancient tribe with simple technology and you don't you know you have fire you you can make a hut you have you you can sharpen things you know how to do that who's going to protect it um it could be the males it could be the females it doesn't matter but who's going to be more likely to protect it is it going to be the males or the females well females have their own jobs to do yeah they have to take care of kids they have to raise kids for nine months they might not be able to fight they might not be able to protect if they have
1: a baby well here's the thing is uh men are expendable right and like and i think that that is for me totally i have very little to complain about as just like a human being, but more specifically for this episode, like being a man, I have very little to complain about. And I don't even complain about this, but I think that the one reasonable uh, complaint that men should have with society is the reinforcement of the idea that men are expendable. We're sent off to war for a reason. And the only reason uh, the draft started to include women is because of people thinking that equal rights means people different demographics being allowed in every part of society but dude we're expendable we can't bear children and we are bigger and stronger so when we were setting up to fight whether it was fucking lions or to fight a neighboring tribe it made more sense to send a 19 year old boy who had already gotten someone pregnant so they're no longer useful in continuing the tribe to go fight that war because if you lose him you can still make more children but it also leads me to this thought that maybe you have like a chieftain who's like you know he's still able to have kids but he's a little too old to fight and you know you got six six young men six young women why not send the six young men out to war you're like the wealthy leader of the tribe and then you know if they happen to die tribe still got to go on you have more access to the resource that is You know, reproduction. That is a poignant
0: uh, um, observation.
1: And I agree. I think poor men are expendable is what I mean to say. Poor men, and then in this country specifically, poor men of color are considered expendable. So, I mean, earlier I was talking about nature. It's the same
0: thing. Pretty much the same thing. If you look at, like, bees... The worker bees are usually female bees, and all the male bees are a lot smaller, and they just kind of chill in the hive and make more children, more larvae and if they're males, they continue to do what they do with the queen, and then you know that's really that's really our purpose that's that's you know how useful we can be, yeah,
1: uh so
0: yeah, I agree,
1: yeah, but that's like my only probably like like there's a lot of things that come with toxic masculinity you know this constant expectation that uh well i think that song from mulan does it right to be a man there's like all these things that they list off where it's like this is what it means to be a man and like as much as that shit's a joke I i think that it's accurate in uh media as to like what media presents masculinity to be like so like that's a problem but I'm, I'm not really that concerned with it because you know people are fucking people and they're just like if you're a man you're gonna be whatever however you are based on genetics or upbringing but definitely expendability is is important to me people think a lot less when like you hear it all the time women and children first you know if the ship is sinking you get off the women and children first because they're more important to continuing a society than men are
0: yeah that's true and also uh Factor in the balls, yeah, how heavy in the that, balls are, yeah, yeah, you know if your balls are very heavy, you're willing to sacrifice yourself for the good of the
1: rest of the everything, yeah, is, isn't that fucked up with media that that we're we're taught as men that we should sacrifice ourselves for the safety of others. I don't well, think that there's other uh aside from from bearing children, which is like significantly more important than like dying in a fire, like there's not really other demographics that are told to uh that it's your job to sacrifice yourself for the for the safety of others I you know I think it's an important job
0: you know I think that's one of the more important jobs you can have is a if you want to call yourself a masculine man you know think back to our really uh, amazing story about Dan Bilzerian willing to sacrifice himself and
1: filming it for YouTube. Oh, yeah, to get, get that man clout. So yeah. a bunch of men and be like, this is what real men are like.
0: Here's the thing. Do you think he cares about those views? He just wanted to save people. Yeah. On live, on, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted people
1: to, to know how cool and tough he is. Do
0: you think he cares about being viral?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> a man wanting attention and to be the center of a spotlight? Never fucking heard of that. That's silly. It is, it's, I mean, it is pretty goofy that anyone would, (laughs) would question his reasoning. But Dan Bilzerian, like he's a real man. Like I, as a man, I don't think I could ever stack up, you know, I'm, I'm 5'10", kind of chubby, you know, I just work a regular guy job you know, I, I have to build shit with my hands sometimes. I gotta, I come home sweaty and gross and stinky and I'm not on any yachts, uh, I just wish I was Dan Bilzerian.
0: Yeah, you're telling me. I'm an administrator. <laughs> you know, many people would, you know, a manlier man would look at me and be like, "Dude, what do you mean? That's not manly. Why aren't you why aren't you the sheriff in town? Why aren't you the big hoss?" And I don't have anything to tell them. You Yeah, know, I like helping artists. Maybe I'm not as manly as them.
1: Yeah? You know? Is that what that means? I think that uh what's weird is like older men's like I find that older men tend to value younger men based on how likely they are to die at any given moment. Hmm. Like (laughs) I probably have like a 30%, 20% chance of death in my line of work, which is, I, I feel like pretty high compared to most lines of work that aren't. Yeah. Like pretty high compared to most lines of work. Uh, but like i need to get those numbers up cuz i tell people like oh yeah you know i do i do uh like i pour bronze you know it's like 2000 degrees and i i sweat all day and then i have to use a grinder all day and i do all this shit that's like you know i work with tools that are like a little bit dangerous but proper safety
0: i say we both quit and just get a job digging holes yeah ditch diggers got to go di- dig a ditch you know get some back problems in life
1: what kind of yeah. man doesn't have back problems For sure. What kind of man doesn't wake up every morning being like, oh, oh, my back hurts. And then you got to drive and smoke a cigarette and drink coffee on your way to work every day in your pickup truck because that's what men do.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to have one of those big gulps filled with coffee. Yeah.
1: Royal Farms
0: or Wawa or something. And, you know, you got to when right before you sit down, you got to exhale through your mouth like "Ah," when you sit.
1: Here's a real man test. Do you you don't use shaving cream, right? I use uh shaving soap. You use shaving soap? Yeah, I actually just got a uh razor the other day. Makes sense like with your single English razor job. Yeah. See, I don't use any shaving cream at all. In fact, I just use like an old rusty spoon to shave my face every day.
0: Oh yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, cuz you know, real men need to put themselves purposefully in the line of danger.
0: Yeah, you got to you get yourself a, a knife, a butterfly knife, <laughs> sharpen it up, you know, do some flips in the mirror before <laughs> you shave your face with it. That's cool. You know, get a leather strap, make sure it's nice and
1: sharp. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, to sharpen it up. Yeah. Are you really a man if you don't carry around a leather strap that's attached to your boot that you can stretch out and sharpen your knives with?
0: I don't think so. Yeah, I don't you need think boots. so either.
1: You need some work boots with them spurs on the back. Yeah. Yep. God, being a man is like mad easy. Uh, this isn't. I'm not. I'm not being satirical anymore. Like being a man is super easy. It's not bad. No, we we don't. I mean, like, there's not a lot of media pressure for us to like take care of ourselves, like, which is part of the double edged sword because we're expendable. You know, people don't really care if we uh get regular health checkups or anything, except for the people close to us. But overall, mainstream media kind of is constantly telling us to uh, put ourselves at danger. in in the way of danger but it's mad easy to be a man
0: yeah i mean like you know the the cool thing to do as a man i was joking about it earlier is to have a diet of meat yeah (laughs) which is a really good way to get heart disease yeah so you know that's a that's a man type that's a man thing to to have problems with
1: why do you think men commit suicide at a at a higher rate than uh, other demographics?
0: I think it's what we were talking about earlier: is the expectation of a man to be the responsible party in a family if they decide to have a family. You know, yeah. as a man, you're supposed to be able to provide for your wife and children because they're they're your property. Yeah, and you have to be respond, and you have to compete against other men who might be manlier than you and who are judging you All for the. Your your ball to emotional intelligence to regular intelligence uh, ratio and, you know, yeah. ratio yeah you know that's crazy and it if you know maybe you get fired from your job and you're middle aged man and and you you become emasculated your masculinity oh, yeah. your your culture and society proverbially cuts
1: your cojones off. And because testosterone is specifically linked to higher risk-taking tendencies, you probably blew all your money at a casino.
0: Yeah. And I mean, as a man, you know, let's say you are working this 9 to 5 and you're flipping through the television channel. You worked a hard, long day. And you're watching Travis Pastrana on the X Games do double backflips, making millions. Yeah. Million dollars per backflip. And you're over here busting your butt making making thirty five K a year while bricklaying and you have you know, that sucks. I think that's part of it.
1: Nah, bricklaying makes more than thirty five K a year. Oh yeah, those guys make tons of money. That's a professional they
0: make like hundred K. I mean that's a that's a skill,
1: dude. That's a fucking real applicable skill. Yeah. I would guess I would guess like sixty five starting. At least working yeah. full time, yeah. yeah.
0: People talk mess about construction. That's, nah, dude,
1: that's a good job. It's a
0: good job, but bad for your body.
1: Yeah, it's terrible for your body. That's a job that I would. If I don't have any stats on it, but I would uh, guess that it's probably male dominated. It is, you know.
0: The, I actually saw this bricklaying competition. Dude, I did too. Video. The Penguin <laughs> Zero
1: video. Yeah, I thought that shit was funny. <laughs> Moist critical. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, brick- I was watching that shit. I was like, I'll never be that manly. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who are uh, listening to the podcast, this is like a competition of of uh, professional masons, bricklayers, and it was a bricklaying competition. There was like 300 people watching, and they were just trying to lay the most level bricks the fastest. It's pretty uh, badass. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a trucker hat on. I thought that was very impressive. Dude. And they had jets
0: flying over, because it was like, I think they did.
1: Yeah. looks like something that would happen in Texas.
0: Yeah, why not, man? Why don't you prove yourself? Why don't you take it outside, literally, and lay some bricks? Show me how good you can do it.
1: Hey, bro, you want to go outside and lay some bricks?
0: Uh, Yeah, man. You know, as a man, you got to have an inflated sense of uh, uh, estimation of your... (laughs)
1: Abilities. Oh yeah, you. It's definitely very masculine to overestimate your skill set. Yeah, you know, back <laughs> in
0: high school, you, you know, I used to be able to throw over eighty. Now, I'm, yeah. Uh,
1: I yeah, I could have gone pro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uncle Rico status from uh, what do you call that? Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Right? Yeah. Yeah, facial hair. If you have lots of facial hair, it's kind of an intrinsically man manly thing to uh, feel.
1: I think ultimately, I see. I'm okay. So I'm not a. I'm not a woman by any means, so uh, ex- excuse me. But I think, ultimately, being m- manly is easy unless you're not. Like, if you just, like, aren't born with the traits that we consider to be masculine in the same way that, like, I would guess being a girl is a lot easier if you were born with traits that are desirable as a woman. hmm Um, in that if you're like under five, six, if you're kind of meek, if you don't have these like high testosterone qualities, it's a lot harder to be a man. People, people tend to undervalue men pretty quickly if they like don't stand up straight or if they are not boisterous.
0: Yeah. You get the lumped into a category. There's even a term for it called beta male.
1: Yeah you know yeah being born like and like i don't really think that the actual idea of like alphas or betas or all that shit really exists but certainly if you're someone who could be described as a beta male your life is probably very difficult
0: i mean i like to think of it this way would you call all right let's say we took away all of the context and and someone showed you a picture of bill gates had no idea he was rich would you you, would you call him a beta or an alpha Might, you know People had no idea. They'd be like, oh, that dude, that guy's a beta male. He's got glasses. He's wearing a buttoned up shirt. (laughs) But the reality is, dude, that guy could probably off you in two seconds. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean. He could
0: off you faster than you can shut off your Windows computer.
1: True. He could. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's got got connections. You could tell he's tough by how much money he has. (laughs) (laughs) He's a monster. He
0: invented the Xbox. You call that beta? (laughs) Well, Xbox was in beta at some point i would guess probably i don't think so i think
1: he just came out with it there there were without any testing dude you know what i hate is that the right has three types of people and it's like alpha betas and cucks we'd be considered cucks why is that uh because we're not quite pathetic enough to be betas but we are not alpha chads is that the is that the uh new criteria I don't know. I think being a beta is like someone who's like not confident in themselves at all.
0: But but what is, what is a cuck?
1: A cuck traditionally is a cuckold, which is someone who likes to watch their uh, partner have sex with other people, which I guess isn't like inherently a negative thing, but it's been adopted by the right as a way to describe like men who are okay with a more feminized society. Hmm. Which I would say I'm pro I'm pretty okay with a more feminized society. Although I would really, really like if we kept the masculine aspect of being willing to overthrow a tyrannical government. Uh <laughs> that's I would say a pretty masculine trait to do it by force as opposed to trying to politic our way through it. But that's just me.
0: Well, we're at fifty nine minutes. It's <laughs> a good word to kinda wrap things up with is force. I think force power all words adjacent is a good way to summarize what masculinity represents um i mean you know we can get into it but we only have a few minutes left i think we pretty much
1: illustrated it in the worst way possible for (laughs) for those of you who uh are like they never talked about toxic masculinity if you made it this far congratulations the whole first half of the episode was us being toxic and masculine at the same time oh yeah yeah in case anyone thought that we were being serious we are we were being serious but that doesn't mean it wasn't toxic
0: um i don't know was it toxic i i don't think so i don't even know was what... it <laughs> me so, someone that, needs that to... wasn't toxic why are people being so sensitive
1: <laughs> don't be so sensitive why are you
0: being so sensitive that wasn't toxic why oh. do you have so much emotional intelligence for? it? You don't need that,
1: damn. we gotta balance out this episode with a uh hard hitting expose on why why women need more representation in the art world. okay, I uh, don't wanna do that though. a bunch of people are doing that shit right now.
0: I mean well, so I mean we'll, we'll figure out some way to do it with our limited expertise <laughs>
1: that's like that's the thing is like. <laughs> They say, talk about what you know. I don't know shit about what it's like to be a woman. For all I know, it could, be, it could be easier than people say. It could be really, really hard, as hard as people say. It could be even harder than that. I have no idea.
0: Well, to me, I think the manliest people in the world are um, good dads. Dads. Dad energies. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> Not single moms
0: um they're their own thing you know they don't need to be lumped into the uh category of man
1: well my mom's probably the most masculine person i know yeah she's pretty tough she can also like bench three thousand pounds or something i mean women are powerful in their own way
0: they don't they don't need to be powerful in the limited and and trite way that men feel like it's powerful you know
1: yeah definitely like the problem with Like, having a masculine viewpoint is, like, our idea of what power is. is It's, like, so limited.
0: Like, the stupidest way to represent.
1: That guy could jump over six feet.
0: Dude. (laughs) Fucking, that dude is strong. His legs are strong as fuck. (laughs) Dude, Tom Brady threw for seven touchdowns. He (laughs) throw uh, uh, a 70-yard pass on his knees. He didn't even (laughs) need to use his leg strength or hips or anything.
1: That guy can do 40 pull-ups with a medicine ball between his legs.
0: Dude, you saying Bolt can run 40 miles per hour backwards?
1: That guy fucked like 40 people. Damn. That's a that's a man. That's that guy's strong and valuable.
0: <laughs> well, alright. If if our episode wasn't uh obnoxious enough and you made it this far. Congratulations, and thank you for listening to the Art Pros Podcast. <laughs> if this is your first episode, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and please, not all of our episodes are this goofy or silly, uh, but they might be after this. Now, let's just <laughs> let's just stick to
1: the bit. We're men. We're fucking tough. You should listen to more of our episodes. Otherwise, you're a pussy.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? If you didn't like it, you want to go?
1: You want to go?
0: You want to take this outside? If you didn't like our episode, why don't you unsubscribe and meet me outside?
1: Hmm? Real shit, though, if you're offended by any pejoratives we use, you can kiss my ass. Oh, shit. Because if you're offended by language, you're not ready for the revolution.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Wow. Oh, another thing. I'm heated about people who say eat the rich, so I'm going to talk about that next episode. Because y'all don't fucking... Y'all ain't even ready to eat the landlords.